a dating and makeover expert where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. Dating is always tough to navigate. What do you text back? Who pays the check? Why is it so hard to meet normal people? What's with all this ghosting, (laughs) right? Like these are the normal things that have been going on. But dating nowadays brings a whole new set of difficulties and layers. I mean, the old rules of dating no longer apply. Most exchanges happen over an app. And we forget how to do our makeup and dress up while staying home for the past couple of years. And a lot of you are feeling, well, dusty, rusty, And just out of sorts. So it's been hard to motivate yourself not only to dust yourself off, polish off the tarnish, but to also know where to go and how to start dating in this new era. It's like we have all been in a time warp, not really realizing the impact it has had on all of us. And your social muscles might have been atrophied. So talking and being even close to strangers seem weird. Your COVID clothing definitely didn't help you feel sexy these past couple of years. I mean, the thought of putting on heels and bearing skin as a woman, especially if you haven't, you know, done that in a while, or if you put on a few pounds, that all seems daunting and quite honestly haunting. And the fear you might have been even just like being around people physically close to someone. Also, emotionally, it might be scary as well, especially if you've been mostly isolated from just humans. So I wanted to kind of motivate you with this episode by upping your dating game, especially at this juncture. Um, I have been working with a client now, and it and and these are just the themes that have been going on with a lot of people that I've been working with. And When I first talked to him, it was just three weeks ago, and he was completely stuck in a rut with dating. He recently was divorced, but it happened right before the pandemic hit, and he was finally crawling out of his cave, and he he wanted to learn how to date in this new world at 62 years old, and he just wasn't enjoying it. The whole dating process was just horrible for him, Um, and he just found the online experience awful, as many of you are, filled with women he wasn't attracted to or he could even see himself with. He was getting really burnt out, but there were a lot of mistakes we uncovered together that he was making. He was only on two sites, and his profiles were, let's just say, not marketing him to his full potential. His clothes were from 1990. I'll say that. His hair was unruly. The quality of his pictures were poor, and he didn't have an overall good dating image, so that was just a start. But also, his expectations around dating were way too unrealistic, and he was setting himself up quite honestly, for failure with putting way too much into each and every interaction he was having with women he would be in contact with. So he was vetting online each of these women as if, okay, are are you my next girlfriend or wife? Like, are they good enough to be his next wife? And in addition, he wasn't really clear on what he wanted and vacillated between his desire to enjoy being alone, but he also wanted to just kind of do his thing. and. He was also saying, okay, but I do want a company of a woman 
he was all confused. His expectations just clashed and he wasn't doing anything else to exercise the social muscle. He mostly was just numbing out, swiping and getting nowhere fast. So finally he had a very negative attitude with the whole, you know, online dating thing. And he was just ready to give up. And thank goodness he called me um, and we started working together and, you know, the first thing I had to do is just do a hard reboot on his attitude and not to mention clean up his clothes a little bit and his look just to get a new outlook on his expectation and vision of what he wanted around dating. And he suddenly got the idea after just, just a few sessions that being more present and not getting attached to the outcome was where he needed to be. And, and with that, being super clear on his intentions to really work on himself and leverage his skills while dating so he can attract something different this time around. I mean, he was putting so much pressure on himself for getting it right. And in just three weeks, and we really are just beginning, he already has received more dates. He has a new excitement with his interactions he's been having just in his everyday life that he's been engaging in. And he brushed up his you know, dating wardrobe and got a haircut. And he's feeling this new sexy confidence as he walks through the world. I can't wait to see how he continues down this path as we work together, but it's like a complete shift in three weeks and it can happen that fast to you too. But in the end, this is the period of time that you got to start thinking about it being a time for renewal, reinvention, a transformation in your love life, but you definitely have to do the work to get there. But difficult or not, you deserve a fulfilling life, fun ways to meet new people, and I want you to actually enjoy dating. So it's time to up that dating game. And this is important because you have a chance to up your game now so you can learn how to date and attract a partnership that's even better than you had before. It's your chance to break bad habits and old patterns that didn't serve you. But we have also been in a cocoon for so long. And here's the thing, the more time that goes on, and you don't do anything about it to make that movement, the harder it will be down the line to motivate yourself. I promise it. I promise you. And I know what you're thinking. You're saying, well, I don't even know where to start. I think I should probably wait. And, and maybe I need to lose some weight before I feel good about getting out there in my clothes. I, I don't like the way I look. Maybe I need to work on myself, blah, 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 blah. Okay. You have probably tons of excuses that you're saying to yourself right now. And also you may not see any other ways of meeting people at this day and age because you're like, oh, well, at my age, you know, where do I go to meet people besides the apps? I don't like going to the bars. I hear that so many times. And you might say, where are all the available good men and women out there? Okay. First of all, first of all, there are amazing good men and women everywhere. I just want you to know that they are online. They are at the grocery store. They are next to you in a restaurant. But if you don't start opening up and forcing yourself to connect with people when out and about and have the intention or a plan to do that, you will continue to see, quote unquote, no one. I am really aware of this effect. Um, I've said this analogy before, but I'll say it again because I am in the market for, for buying a new car, right? So 
have a BMW and it's funny because I mean, BMWs are on the road all the time. And now that I'm in the market for a new car, I'm starting to look at cars and guess what? I am noticing BMWs everywhere. Why? Because I'm putting intention and focus into what I want right now. Well, dating is no different. If you start looking around for people, you will start seeing them everywhere, but you got to wake up. You got to open up. And here's the other thing about waiting. If that's your excuse, well, I'll wait until, you know, X, Y, Z. You'll always wait. I know this. Like I had breakthrough calls. You know, I offer these breakthrough calls as I always offer you. And I hope that some of you do that. Um, where I'll hear those excuses and say, well, you know, it's not the right timing. Maybe I'll wait. And I say to those people, you know what? The minute we hang up, I know I'll never hear from you again because that's your mantra. I call it the waiting for Godot <laughs> syndrome. If you, anybody knows the play, it's about this guy named Godot and it's just a one person play. And there's one guy on stage waiting for this great man called Godot. Guess what? Godot never arrives. So is that you? Are you always waiting until dot, dot, dot? The truth is when you flip the script and you actually say to yourself, wait a second, I will use opportunities to create my own possibilities is when things happen. I'll say that again. When you use your opportunities to create your possibilities, is when things happen. So instead of saying, well, I'll wait until I lose weight to buy new clothes. What if you bought new clothes to feel good in your body today to go out and create that possibility or walk a mile every day to lose weight and say hello to people along the way? That's reverse engineering it, right? This is what I do all the time with my clients as we set out goals and we map out you know, things that you're going to do every single day to, to hit it. But if you just say to yourself, oh, I'll wait until dot, 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 nothing ever happens. And then there'll be another excuse when the dot, dot, dot happens. <laughs> but here's the thing, difficult or not, you deserve a fulfilling life, fun ways to meet new people, because I want you to actually enjoy dating by upping your dating game. So I want to give you a couple pieces of dating advice to up your game, achieve a fulfilling love life and find a happy relationship, no matter how serious you're looking for right now. And you may not even know what you're looking for and that's half the battle. So get out your pencil and paper. Um, number one, this is really important. Appreciate how dating is different now. I want you to just really reflect upon, you know, where your life was before the pandemic, where your life was during, and what you want for your life now. As soon as the stay-at-home order hit, the dating game had changed. You know, maybe you got some Zoom date fatigue, or maybe you're now determining who to date based on, you know, the vaccination status. I mean, there's so many things that started changing for us. However, what's going on in the world doesn't have to harm your love life. In fact, it has been even beneficial. And this is what I want you to look at. For example, dating during the pandemic meant focusing on building an emotional connection first, since we couldn't rely on the physical part, right? And so there was a new way of creating excitement around connecting with people just from an emotional sense. So you got to know someone 
and who they were and spending time and energy with somebody with doing the dating thing in a whole different way. You learn to build slower, more emotional connections, which in my mind built more healthier connections because when you have that, then the physical gets so much better. So it was almost like going back into time when people really courted one another. And I hope that sustains, you know, even as we get back out there. And staying at home became an opportunity to get to know other people with fewer distractions. So the past couple of years have changed us in many ways. And the way you date and prioritize what you want can be one of them. So reevaluate what you're looking for now and how you want to date based on the lessons you've learned in the past couple of years. So that is the first and foremost thing. Second, Keep all your options open. Many of you have this idea that we need, you know, or you need this movie-worthy Hollywood scene when finding your soulmate. But closing yourself off to, you know, any meeting or possibilities that isn't locking eyes across a crowded bar or running into a long-forgotten high school sweetheart from back home, like a Hallmark Channel style, (laughs) limits your chances. I mean, despite what Hollywood has us believing, which is super fun, by the way, as an escape, we can meet worthwhile people anywhere and, and everywhere. And you can meet your ideal partner during a meeting, at a book club, in an elevator, while walking your dog, And yes, on a dating app, like everywhere and anywhere are possibilities. And it doesn't have to be the West Side Story moment where Tony met Maria when they kissed behind the bleachers after locking eyes for the first time. The more options you keep open, the higher your chances of meeting people that you'll enjoy being around. And instead of waiting for a soulmate moment, try to remain open to the possibility that feels right for you and find the emotional connections everywhere you go. Even if it's a person that you, you know, that's not like the person for you. What if that person knows somebody else? What if that person invites you to a party where you meet the one? It is, is really like the game leapfrog, right? You go from one connection to another that leads to another. You never know where something might lead. Okay. Third, forget the prerequisites and checklists. Oh my gosh, you are all doing this. This is like a a big thing that I've been um, working on with my clients. I will just say that many of you have just these extensive checklists before even considering going on a first date. And I see it. I see when I go into your Bumble accounts and your Hinge accounts. Like I, I, you know, I always take a look at the conversations, how you are vetting people. And I, I just did this recently with a client, and she, she just kept swiping left on all these like fantastic guys because they would have like one thing that didn't work for her, or there was one picture that was off. I said, "Oh my gosh, you didn't even look at the other pictures. You didn't even read what that person wrote." So maybe you want someone who is exactly like you, whether it's interests, religion, background. Maybe you're not looking twice at people who have a certain dating history or or over a certain age or own a cat because you're way more of a dog person. I mean, whatever it is, while shared values are crucial and compatibility is often determined by similarities, try getting to know someone and just see if you like them. 
I know it's so, it's just like going back to kindergarten and just going up to somebody and saying, hi, I'm Billy. What's your name? And if you even like them before you make all these assumptions based on your prerequisites, I mean, the only kind of prerequisites you really need are your non-negotiables. Okay. Now your non-negotiables are even work that I've had to do with a lot of you because, you know, it shouldn't be, he has to be six feet tall, only like, you know, 8% of the population is that anyway. And that's another conversation, but, you know, kindness, fundamental values, not being a liar or a killer. I mean, like, these are just like fundamental things that, you know, you can't live with. And, and that is important. Otherwise, just base your opinions on how you feel, not off of a checklist. Pay attention to the person in front of you and try not to project a narrative or assign a meaning to traits before you even know the person. Ask questions, share things about yourself, genuinely care about why someone is the way they are before determining whether or not they are for you. That's a big one for me, for you guys. Okay. Number four, focus on finding out what you want. Dating, and this is how I see it. Dating is supposed to be about finding what you want, what you want, not becoming what someone else wants. Some people will like you. Some people won't. Whether or not someone wants to pursue a relationship or a second date with you has nothing to do with how likable you are, how amazing you are. But it does have to do with compatibility and that that particular combination of that with you and that person is just not working at that time. It could be a timing thing, right? But prioritize what you want in a partner by making a list of non-negotiables like we were talking about before and values that you want and stop yourself from getting caught up in what a relationship or a person could be. Instead, Ask yourself if you genuinely enjoy each other's company. You know, like, do you like the person you're talking to or whether or not they deserve you? I mean, really gain clarity on what makes you happy versus avoiding hurting someone else's feelings, shape-shifting into what you think they want or people-pleasing. It's Again, it's not about the other person. Now is the time to get a little selfish and see what is right for you and turn away situations that are not. Very important. Okay. Number five, know that dating is supposed to be enjoyable and stop if it's not. Okay. Dating should be fun. Just, I mean, really, I I want you to get very clear on that. It should not feel forced. It shouldn't feel boring, painful, sad. If it is not enjoyable, you're either putting too much pressure on each date, feeling self-conscious about dating, or focusing on the wrong thing. So remember that dating is not intended to have only one outcome or being attached to that outcome. Every experience, whether it's a date, a bumble conversation, a few months of dating, brings you closer to clarity. That's the purpose. I know there was this woman who just kept saying to me, well, what's, what's the purpose of dating all these people? Like, I don't want to waste people's time. I don't want to waste my time. And what I said to her, in, in your efforts not to waste time, you're actually wasting time because you're not using these opportunities to learn from, to grow from. 
just because something doesn't work doesn't mean it was a waste of time. It was something that you needed to learn with that interaction. And when you look at it more from that standpoint versus, oh, this is a waste, you'll get so much more out of it. The purpose of going on dates, talking to new people and opening yourself up to meet someone new is not to feed your ego or affirm insecurities or to find a soulmate ASAP. The purpose is to collect information, and I call that data dating, that will bring you closer to a happy, fulfilling life and to have a good time along the way. You know, often when I went through a series of dating, I would just show up and I would say, you know, I'm just going to give myself a really good date. right? Like how can I make myself laugh? How can I show myself a good time? You know, when you just show up and and have fun, even like boring dates, I had fun. I found something funny. I learned something. Um, I enjoyed, you know, maybe a new restaurant, a new food that I tasted, or maybe I learned something new. So the bottom line, it should be fun meeting new people, whether or not a second date really follows. And it's, if it's not, Take a break. Take a break from dating to reflect on what you're really looking for in your dating life. I mean, maybe it's not something that you want to do right now. And taking a break can clear your head and your energy too. And finally, number six, reinvent yourself outside and in. This is such a great opportunity to do that. I mean, being alone for this long was a good thing. And you may still want to continue down that path. A single relationship status or even just time spent on your own allows you to turn inward and explore your truest desires and to get to know yourself better. And 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 the outward by renewing yourself with a healthy diet, exercise, new wardrobe, new hairdo. I mean, all that brings forth a new fun and flirty energy. And when you take the time to really enjoy knowing yourself and what you want, your, your dating lives will become more fulfilling and successful and fun. Use this time to understand what you want out of a partner. But more importantly, I want you to feel good so that you can feel whole, that you don't necessarily need a partner, but that it would it would fulfill a part of you that would be a nice thing, right? Like it's not like a, coming from a need. It's just more of a, wow, this is really compatible and I'm enjoying this partnership and whatever that looks like. All right, I want to read you all a letter that I got recently that kind of highlights just what, what I'm hearing a lot of you finding so challenging about the dating game. This is from Sarah, and she says, I really want to get out of my shell and be able to express myself without questioning myself as I try to get out there to date. I fear elevating myself because I might get knocked down again, and I'm exhausted trying to project myself with confidence after being out of the game far too long. Where do I even begin? Oh, hi, Sarah. Okay, so it sounds like you have had some things happen. I'm not sure what that was. And it really has knocked down your confidence and also dimmed your light. And it's hard to lift yourself back up and and just feel motivated to get back out there when you look in the mirror and you're just not feeling it. You're not liking what you see. And within your own skin, you're not seeing a sexy woman. And I always say that it's not about the man. It's not about dating. It's not like anything outside yourself. It's about you because when you don't feel good about you, it's hard to attract a man that finds you attractive because you're not feeling attractive, right? So start 
and, and this is really the starting place by stop worrying about, you know, just really putting pressure on yourself to get out there and quote unquote date. I mean, I think for you, it is the time to really focus on getting back to feeling good about you. And that's what getting back out there is for you, right? Not about just putting pressure on having a bunch of dates. So a couple tips around that. First, make a list of things that would make you happy right now. You know, are you clear on what you even want right now? Do you have your mission statement on what you want to work on to improve your dating skills? I mean, maybe this is a period where you want to work on your flirt skills. Maybe um, you need to brush up on your conversation tricks. And do you even know how to give good online exchanges and know how to vet online and use it as a practice platform? Maybe this is a time to work on being more vulnerable. And, you know, it sounds like there were some things that happened. Your guard might be up. Maybe just having some interactions where you can be more open. That is your journey right now. Really, really important for you. Second, I would take a hard look at your wardrobe and dating image right now. Because again, coming from the, the standpoint of working from the outside in, do you need a reboot and a restyle? Do a virtual makeover with me so I can teach you about your body type and suggest some gorgeous looks that will accentuate your figure and start giving you that sexy confidence, in, at least in your clothes. And finally, do an assessment on your social life. Do you have a good set of wing gals, for instance, that you can go out and, and gain that kind of flirty confidence and open energy? Look into social activities and hobbies that you can get involved in to expand your social circle and meet other like-minded singles. Here's the thing. Overall, I would replace the word dating with being social to get back out there and do it in increments of time for yourself. Like when you finally get to that place where you look in the mirror and you see that sexy, confident gal, then you're ready to take it to the next level. And maybe you have the confidence to, to have some dates with men and just see what that's like for you. You have to learn how to walk before you can sprint. All right. I hope that was all motivating, helpful to you listening. And difficult or not, you all have the universal right and deserve a fulfilling life to have fun meeting new people and actually enjoying this process of dating. So as always, thanks for joining me today. This has been the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, of course, Kimmy Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And if you want to know more, make sure you go to my site, kimmyseltzer.com. And if you need a push into upping your dating game, hop on a call with me to map out a strategy, and I will definitely kick you in the butt, motivate you to do that. And remember, working on you is working on your dating life. Don't delay and stay tuned until next week until you hear more tips on how to do that. That's all for now. Yeah.